When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Jamie Carragher, and you are listening to the Copite Podcast. What is happening, everyone? Welcome back to the Copy Podcast and another episode of On This Day, 22nd of July. So yeah, quite a few little bits we need to get through here in terms of birthdays, transfers in and out, and matches as well. Um, and I think I'll go straight to that one because that's the most important. On this day, three years ago, Liverpool beat Chelsea 5-3 at Anfield, and I'm sure we all remember why that's significant is because Liverpool lifted the Premier League trophy that day. Um, unfortunately, it went in front of a, a full crowd in the same way that we wanted it to be. But yeah, it was still a day that very emotional. Um, watched went out to watch the match with a couple of mates, a couple of beers, and yeah, it was it was an emotional time to kind of get that into your head that it was actually happening because it's something it didn't feel real really because we'd had so many years of not doing it obviously winning it in 89 and um not quite getting over the line having a few false dawns in 2008 2013 you get into the point where you're thinking are we ever going to do this are we ever going to win it um and I always think back to like before we won it and speaking to my mates and saying like even if we won it one in our lifetime we'd be would be made up and um yeah we managed to do it and obviously when you do win it though you then want to win more of them so you want to build on that and win more Champions Leagues, et cetera, et cetera. So the fact that we haven't managed to do that as of yet is is a shame, but I'm hoping we can still manage to do that under Klopp before he goes because he is the special guy that can that can lead us there, hopefully, this season or the next couple of seasons while he's still around. He can he can build on that. But, yeah, that to finally win the Premier League was something amazing, um, especially after, like I said, being a without it for so long it was such an emotional time and yeah it was it was it was great to finally get the foot over the line obviously the celebrations like the lads that were um watching it the the, the man city game where it was confirmed and yeah they were just going absolutely mad like watching it and watching city get beat and then we have this game and, and managed to win and then get over the line and and lift the trophy like I said it was a shame it wasn't in front of fans but hopefully that can give us a bit of fire in the belly to make sure we definitely do that with the proper parade and everything else before Klopp um, sadly leaves at some point but yeah uh, a mad time in the world obviously with COVID and whatever and that season was just amazing we'd blown everyone away we were firing away the winners even before COVID curtailed the season um, temporarily in March we were firing away the better team the best team and one of the best teams I've ever seen. I know City have like set new levels and whatever, but 
we've been toe-to-toe to them the, the whole time. It's just unfortunate we haven't quite pipped them to the post a couple of times. Um, but yeah, this yeah 22nd of July 2020 will always hold a special place in most of our hearts because of what happened on that day and we finally got to lift it. It was an amazing time. It really was. Um, and like I said, a couple of birthdays, but a couple of transfers as well. And I just want to go straight to one that was vital in bringing the Premier League trophy back home, and that's Genie Wijnaldum. And he was signed on this day in 2016, so seven years ago. And I don't really need to explain it to to use because you you'll know how important he was for us in terms of coming in at um, on this day in 2016 with 25 million and kind of being a yeah he was like a attacking player winger uh, attacking midfielder and we've kind of clopped molded him into that left of a three in a four three three and allowing the fullbacks to bomb on but he was just an amazing amazing footballer in terms of his his start he pl- he's played 237 games for us got 22 goals and 15 assists. Like I said, won absolutely everything. A sixty-four point fourteen percent win ratio. Um, yeah, I mean, while he was at the club, he was just an amazing. He, he was a yeah, a legend, I guess, for what he what he went on to do and what we achieved as a as a collective, as a team. We went on to win the Premier League, and that's something that those players that won it um, in that squad will always be. Yeah go down in folklore as the, as the team to finally bring the Premier League trophy back home to Anfield so they will eternally be grateful to, to them and, and especially Genie Wijnaldum because he was such a key a key part of it. Obviously he went on to, to PSG and whatever and kind of didn't really work out for him it hasn't worked out really for him as well as he has was for Liverpool anyway um, since then but yeah he's one that I always think I wish he would have stayed around a little bit longer. I think he when he left he was mentioning about like the support in the stands and then the support the the Twitter online fan base is different and I don't think he could probably compute that or kind of like filter those people online out because when Liverpool it's the same for everyone I think you just have to acknowledge that online and um, normal people that go to the match and whatever it's it, it it is different there's a different level of appreciation um for, for people who go to the match and get to see it every week so um it's just a shame it all ended but he still goes down as a legend for me for what he was involved with and what he and what he what he provided for the club definitely an absolute absolute beast of a player um a couple of other transfers then while we're on transfers um and we'll go go down the list in, in order of because i'm not this is off lfchistory.net so i'll just go down the list as it as it's as it reads on here so in 2015, a year before um, when Adam arrived, Christian Benteke arrived. Um, yeah, 32.5 million pounds. So, yeah, a bit of a, a bit of a mad one. He only played 42 games, got 10 goals, five assists. I think he was one that I was quite excited about. To be fair, because it's one of them. He played well against. He played well against us. So let's sign him. I mean that doesn't always work out. <laughs> That's the thing, um, but there's no doubt when he had quality, he was good in the air, very good in the air. One of the best probably I've seen in the air in terms of get winning headers and, sc- and scoring goals with his head. He was just a, a beast, really. Um, but maybe we just didn't have the wasn't the right environment, didn't have the right setup maybe for him to come in and be the best player he could be for us. Um, yeah, in terms of his goals, I'm sure everyone thinks straight away of the um, the overhead against <laughs> against Man United. Which, as much as it was a good goal, it was obviously we got beat that day. Um, so 
I mean, it's still a great goal, but no one looks back on that game or that goal in the same way that they would have if we would have won that game. I think that's the to say that's that's his highlight. I think says all you need to know about the way it went for Christian Benteke. Unfortunately, um, yeah, it didn't didn't really work out. But no doubt, when how he was a good player, just obviously weren't the right fit for us at the right time. Um, next on the list, we got Didi Haman signed in nineteen ninety nine. Um, signed from Newcastle for eight million quid. Um, yeah, I mean, was imp- was involved in the, the amazing two thousand and uh, one season. I, th- I think when we signed him from Newcastle, he hadn't been there that long. Um, but a good player, a very good player, could dictate play, get stuck in. Um, yeah, involved in like I said the two thousand and one season and um, yeah, and and the two thousand and five season, well, two thousand and six before he left. Um, in July two thousand and six, so. The FA Cup win 2006 and the um, Champions League 2005 win as well, obviously vital in in, in those games. So, yeah, I mean, I, I always look back on his time fondly. I think people now just see what he's like on Twitter a little bit, and he's a bit of a bit bit of, a bit weird. So it kind of it's easy to get your legacy clouded a little bit by how you are as a man. I think or how I don't know outspoken you are about stuff that people generally don't agree with but let's go back to the actual footy so in terms of games played 283 games 11 goals 26 assists um in terms of goals i think i mean we'll go straight for the highlight which was his volley um against portsmouth i think it was i think it got goal of the season um yeah just on the edge of the box michael Owen gets down the keeps it in play and then whips it back in for him and then he just absolutely wellies it um, top corner in our 3-0 win in 2004, opened the score and yeah, just an absolute beast. He had a great right foot on him um, and yeah, just one of them that I think he's, yeah I'm not going to say legend because that's a bit I mean winning the Champions League and whatever in that 2001 season he was a he was a very big part of that um, and goes down definitely as a just a good solid player for Liverpool and someone who yeah, always, always played the right way. I think in terms of passing the ball, getting the ball on the ground, and knew his limita- limitations as well. Knew he wasn't the quickest, so had to use a bit of nous, um, a few te- technical fouls, tactical fouls, and stuff like that. But yeah, definitely a good player, and and one that um, won a lot of stuff. It was so fair play to him. Um, yeah, another one that signed on this day in 2016 is Alex Manninger. So he signed alongside. Genuine Alden didn't play any games, so I mean, I just remember when we signed him. I just was baffled because he was like forty, I think, <laughs> or nearly forty. I just remember him for Arsenal back in the like nineties, like ninety seven ish, ninety eight, like Premier League books. I remember him from that. So when we signed him, I was a bit like, "What the fuck's going on here?" But yeah, he signed on this day in twenty sixteen. The other player we've got is Ron Yates. He signed on this day in nineteen sixty one. Um. Yeah, um, obviously a, a long time ago, and hopefully we've got some listeners who are, can remember and play, and I unfortunately um, can't, but yeah, signed on this day in 1961, so yeah, that, that was the year my dad was born, so that that tells you how um, <laughs> my dad won't even remember him really, um, but yeah, in terms of total games played, 454 games, and he got 16 goals, Um yeah, I think when you talk about players that come in and um, 
were, were just vital in, I suppose, shaping what Liverpool is today. He's definitely one that you, you put in there. Um, I'm, I'm in Liverpool. I've, fortunately, I've got so many of these players that you, you can say they had, they had a part in it. There's so many players you can say had a part in what Liverpool's become today. And I, th- I think he's definitely, definitely one of them um, to be involved. Obviously, Shankly. Uh, all those days that you kind of wish you you would have got to have seen um, because of, of of what that team represented, what Shankly represented, and yeah, um, you won a you won a league championship, a couple of league championships, second division, and an FA Cup as well. So yeah, a player that if you could have yeah, if you could have a little cheeky time machine and just go back to the sixties and get to see um, some of these players playing in the flesh, I think that's the only way you get a full idea of how good they were but he goes down as a legend for for, for what he did and, and, and rightly so um so move over to the birthdays then before we wrap up is so we've got Stuart Downen was born on this day in 1984 um yeah so happy birthday Stuart uh yeah a player that came in for like 20 million from Villa and yeah I think it's one of them like he was it was one of them that we got linked to him all the time. Every fucking summer, it was like, well, Liverpool interested in down and Liverpool interested in down. And this before, like, Twitter and whatever, before people used to get pissed off over, like, people, you know, Tan and every player you get linked to. He was one along with Ashley Young that we were always like, which one are we going to sign? And maybe we signed the wrong one. <laughs> Ashley Young was very good. Down, I mean, Darlin was a good player, don't get me wrong. But, um, yeah, just didn't really hit the heights. I think around around that time we didn't just the players we were signing just were good but they just weren't like they weren't good enough to take us to a new level or they just didn't have the class to do it. Um unfortunately. Um in terms of games played, he played ninety one games, got seven goals and got uh, nine assists, won the League Cup in twenty twelve. So at least he got his hand on some silverware. Um but yeah, just yeah a good player, tricky winger but I think he was quite one-dimensional, I think, and I think that's now especially that's kind of gone out the game. You need to you need to be very versatile in terms of where you can play and stuff, and he was pretty much a, a left or right winger at a push, and, and that was it really, and um, had a lot of quality, but yeah, I just don't think it was the right fit at the right time for Liverpool, unfortunately, but a, a definitely a, a good player. Um, I, I don't hold anything against him, but I think he tried, tried his best. It just wasn't the the right time for Liverpool, unfortunately. Um, and I move on to lastly a player that I have got. I'm, I'm I say this like I have, I'm saying that like I haven't got respect for Stuart Down, and I have, but this player's got like massive respect from me, and I'm I'm sure everyone listening to this, it's Dirk Kout. Dirk Kout was born on this day in 1980. So Dirk is what? What is he? 43. That is that is mad. Um, but yeah, Dirk Kout, what a player! Like one of my, I mentioned like that when when Crouch came up on the show um, a couple of days ago or yesterday um, about how I much I enjoyed him, and obviously he was in the team around the same time, signed in um, 2006 just for nine million from Feyenoord as a striker quickly moved from striker to right wing under Rafa and um yeah league cup win 2012 as well but i just for what for what he stood for and like being like a like yeah like yeah proper workman like in his in his work ethic and yeah just a proper like dutch scouser i think that's like we we tend to do this with players that come in and and dear 
themselves to us and he was definitely one of them like playing 285 games getting 71 goals and 33 assists so I mean like over 100 goal contributions and 285 games for someone who predominantly played as a as a, a right midfielder is um is pretty amazing to be honest and yeah the amount of goals that he scored the, the goals he scored against the teams he scored against like uh, the ones that stick out of course is the 3-1 win over Man United in um in March 2011 where he gets a hat-trick <laughs> amazing amazing game um Suarez was just a menace all game the first goal was a bit Marcus Suarez takes on basically the whole team and Couch just knocks it over the line like basically on the line and gets it but um I think that's probably the shortest distance hat-trick from the goal ever I think it was like I think it's like combined yards like nine yards in total how how far out he was for all three goals they're all tappings but still a hatcher against man united that's one way to endear yourself to a um, to the cop and and he did it in bucket loads he had the energy he had the work ethic like i said he had capable of stepping up with big big goals like i said the the hatcher against united there's a was it like 90 plus nine or it was like 101 minutes i think the penalty against arsenal where there was an injury. I think it was Carragher got injured, so there was loads of time added on. And then we got a pen last minute, and he steps up and scores. And he done that against Goodison. Scored two against at Goodison, like late penalty as well. Like nerves are steel in moments where you think if he misses this, you can't. You're going to be pissed off, but you you can kind of understand why he'd be shitting himself a little bit because it's a it's a big moment. But yeah, another guy that in terms of what like if even now if you put him into the side, I think. He would probably well. I think Twitter wouldn't appreciate them fully, but I think in terms of his work ethic and stuff, and I think he had a lot of quality crosses into the box were underrated as well. I think he had a lot of quality, um, and thankfully I got to see that quite often, and we all did. So we got to see that quite often at Anfield every week, and um, yeah, one that is a is a legend for me. I think I think legend is. I think I said like I've said this before. Like it gets bandied around a lot, but I think it's all like context as well. It depends like how old you were. What the team was going through, just stuff like that. I think because I was a bit younger then, I just feel like he was like one of them that I really he just I, I took him to my heart straight away, similar to Crouch, and he was a a massive part of like what Liverpool were trying to achieve back then. And yeah, he, uh, just a great great player. Um, so yeah, happy birthday, Dirk Kout. Uh Yeah, so we we'll leave it there. That's a bit longer than I thought it would be, but there was quite a few players there we had to get through. So apologies if it was a bit too long. Um, I try and keep these under 15 minutes if I can, or 10 minutes, ideally. Uh, but yeah, that was the 22nd of July. Uh, so quite a f- few good bits there. But as always, thanks very much for the support. It's been amazing, like I keep saying. But I do want to reiterate how important it is to me for people to enjoy this type of stuff. And um, yeah, like I said, if you, if you do want to interact with us, then yeah, please do it at Copy Podcast Twitter and Instagram. If you want to follow me personally on Twitter, it's at Mick underscore Moran underscore. You can find me on there. And yeah, in, any interactions I'll always get involved in. Um, so yeah, nice one as always. And we'll see you all again tomorrow. Nice one. I'm Jamie Carragher and you are listening to the Copy Podcast.
Sports Social Podcast Network.